Hi, I'm Biggs. I'm here to tell you about the wonderful opportunities afforded to you by subscribing to all the wonderful podcasts here at the Not Safer Network. Subscribe to Montucky Skies at montuckyskies.blogspot.com and you could find a career in woodworking, mechanic, or TV VCR repair. Subscribe to We Had a Good Life at wehadagoodlife.com and you'll discover opportunities such as cobbler, fire and brimstone layer, or advanced lifeguard technician. Subscribe to Shooting the Shit Show at shootingtheshitshow.blogspot.com and you'll love the prospects available in the field of cell phone sales, dragon grooming, or masters of the custodial arts. Subscribe to Real Roulette at realroulettewithzackandbigs.blogspot.com and you'll be awed by the chances to spread your wings in dot matrix printer sales, do-it-yourself manual writer, or subservient satanic minion. Subscribe to Box Office Battle at boxofficebattle.blogspot.com and explore the magnificent fields of farmhand personal assistant, snake oil salesman, or professional couch surfer. And don't forget to sharpen your workplace skills with the new podcast that's debatable coming soon. The Not Safer Network is dedicated to help you find that shiny new job that you never knew you wanted. Hey everybody! Episode twenty-three. Oh, it is twenty-three now. Yeah, starting the new year off being consistent. It's good being shoot. consistent, kind of. Almost, oh no! Almost. Per- oh, don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost yeah. kind of, con- almost like perfectly consistent. Yeah, we're recording it on a Monday. This. Oh time. yeah, that's like so much. That's so far ahead of the game yeah. compared to the rest. Of the- I just have to like not let it sit on my computer for three days before I send it to Biggs. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys normally? It's like supposed to record Tuesday. It. Tuesday. Yeah, it's supposed to come out on Tuesdays. Oh. We used to do it Monday nights after Raw, but then I started having to work Monday nights. So yeah. right. But Biggs gave us permission. Uncle Biggs gave us permission to just like drop it anytime in the week whenever we want. Yeah. So nice. We're still reaching the people. <laughs> it's really hard to do a podcast with Michael's balls staring me right in the face. Let's talk about Michael's balls for a minute. Are my balls really staring you guys right in the face? Yeah, they're greasy. Mm-hmm. Oh, those balls. They're meaty. Oh, yeah. They're cheesy. They are cheesy. <laughs> they are. And some cheesy balls. Michael's famous sausage balls. So periodically, we're going to be chewing on these. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm about to bite in one right now. About to be... Uh... God damn. <laughs> all right, dude. Let's all just take a sausage ball. Mm. Y'all gotta make some sausage cheese balls. Can we have a cooking with Michael bit? Mm-hmm. Where I yep. Just really we just bring us food. And 20, like. 20 seconds, just reiterate the recipe really mm-hmm. quickly. Yep. Okay. Get in there. All right. So we do one to one 
Jimmy Dean's spicy sausage with extra sharp cheddar cheese. And then per pound of sausage that you use, you use two cups of Bisquick. Combine all that stuff up. I threw some green onions in there, some garlic powder for a little kick. Connor helped me out. He did most of the work. Throw them in the oven for, you know, 25 minutes at about 350 to 360. And you've got uh, Michael's Prime Sausage Balls. Slapping his own name on them. Michael's Meaty Balls. Michael's Meaty Balls. I like that name better. If we named okay. episodes, like, not the episode number, which eventually we have to do because that's what every podcast does. Mm-hmm. They start, like, the first 50 episodes, they number them. And then they're like, this is ridiculous keeping track of these numbers. <laughs> and then they just start naming the episodes. <laughs> All right. We should, if we were naming episodes at this point, it would be Michael's Meaty Balls. Yeah, it would. I think we could probably just start today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Michael's, Michael's Meaty, Meaty Balls. Balls. Michael's Meaty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. God damn it! That one was you, right? That was totally me. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I was like, it I'm wasn't just me. furious with myself. <laughs> so I always do this. <laughs> I can never not hit the microphone. <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. This is a pretty fucking chill. We're all weighed down by Michael's meaty balls. Yeah, dude. yeah, I'm, man. I, I like the setup that's going on. They're just sitting right there in the middle on a probably plate. just take a little cat nap after this. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. That sounds perfect. Those are good days. You guys watched anything interesting lately? I watched Rounders last night. How's that? Uh, I've. It's one of my favorite movies, and I continue to love it. <laughs> good. I don't remember it that well. But I'll have to watch it again. I watched half of Showgirls. Half of half a. It's pretty fucking bad, dude. <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Tell me about Showgirls. Um, there's a lot of boobs. A lot of boobs. How many, if you had to estimate? Um, oh, dude, I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's at least like I would say, uh, from what I saw of the movie, there was about, and I watched probably. Like 40 minutes of it. How long are we talking? Is this like a three-hour PTA joint? Or, I or like 90, hope cool, not, dude. Cool 90 minutes. I, it, I hope it's a cool 80 minutes because it's not good. <laughs> <Okay. But>, <laughs> um, no, I quit after like 40, but there was about 30 tits. 30 like tits? 15 sets maybe. 15 no, sets. No, you know what? I think there's probably even more because there's a lot. There's probably like at least like 60, 60 titties. So 60 titties so in th- 40 minutes was not enough to outweigh how shitty the movie was. No, it was bordering on like softcore porn at some points. It sounds like it. That's like, a remarkable amount of the titties. The girl from Saved by the Bell looks like she's good at giving lap dances. I will say that. Because right. in the movie, she's good at giving lap dances. Let me tell you, that's been a long-held theory of mine. Yeah? That the all the all female and male all actors from Saved by the Bell give incredible lap dances. <laughs> what do they do? You know, AC Slater gives a lap dance. He gets into it, dude. He he works like the the pool boy routine. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Screech does like mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mark Paul Gosler is just a lawyer. Yeah, totally. He's just like he's just like in a collar and like a necktie. Breckin and- Meyer makes like guest appearances sometimes. <laughs> Breck- no, like Mark Paul Gosler's giving the lap dance, and Breckin Meyer just like peeks out from over his MPG shoulders. Yeah, Breckin Meyer, like whack a Breckin Meyer. Yeah, but probably like sixty in like the the forty minutes that I saw. So if I already guesstimate for the rest of the movie, I would say maybe like 
I think it'll probably cool down. I think it it would cool down. You think we're stopping at like ninety titties? I think there's over a hundred. I think there's probably like one thirty. God willing, one thirty to one forty. Jesus, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there was at least like four times that they they went downstairs. Whoa! What yeah. happens downstairs? Four separate bushes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Whoa. There was there was like a lot of scenes in a strip club because she's like a stripper in the movie. Yes, but really awful acting. Really, just the worst acting. Who's in that movie? Um, it's her, and then a bunch of people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> Michael's meaty balls. Michael's meaty balls. <laughs> Good job. Dude, I think we might have to like put a moratorium on this if we were to finish this. But let's get to the matter at hand. Oh man. Oh yeah. You're the judge, so I'm gonna let you do the talking as soon as you get that meaty ball meaty ball down your throat. <laughs> Okay, so this is a segment that we came up with last week. It's called On the Record, and it's basically in the same format as Box Office Battle in the sense that we put two records up against each other and um, one person argues on behalf of one record, the other person argues on behalf of the other record, and I, the judge, decides based on arguments... I decides... decides (laughs) decides <laughs> based on argument <laughs> gotta get that subject predicate agreement i decide i decide <laughs> <laughs> um who wins and connor's starting off strong oh come on michael's meaty balls that was sarcasm okay that's what i thought <laughs> apparently the judge doesn't like correcting grammar <laughs> guess what I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm fine with it. God damn it. Okay, you're done eating. You're done eating for this. <laughs> That's like seven since we've been down here. <laughs> All right. Judge who starts. I started last week. I'm just going to throw that out there. You also won last week. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I'm going to go for it. Yep. All right, so can we turn the lights on? I just realized there yeah, are no lights on. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, just flip that switch. We're gonna, we're gonna do this. I can edit this out if it takes a long time, but I don't think it will. I think it'll be just fine. I'm gonna continue this sentence until Michael sits back down. He got the light, sits back down. Got to throw them headphones back on. He's in it. He's in it. He did. Time. I, I wasn't timing you. Damn it. Okay, so we decided uh, in the spirit. I guess not necessarily, but I think so. In the spirit of the last show, we. Packed into a tiny car and drove for many hours. Which we've been year. doing pretty frequently lately. Oh, yeah. There's been like four this last year. I guess in 2014. Because if you live in Montana, you got to drive to see a good show. Yeah, there's no good shows in Montana. I Well. There are some. Let's not get into it. Okay. It's hard to see like yeah. national touring I've acts. never said a good, a, good, like, a good national touring act in Montana. Yeah. So that's what that's predicated off of. Anyway, we decided to do a say anything bit. Um, they had just released what their fifth studio. I think album. so. I think it's fifth. Um, I'm gonna say fifth. It might be sixth. Might be sixth. I We're think gonna fifth go with fifth. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Connor's counting. Sixth. No, it was fifth. And it's fifth. Fifth. Okay. All right. Um. So we just saw them on that tour, and uh, they toured the record Hebrews. It just came out in 2014. So that is the record I'm going to be arguing today. 
Um, Hebrews is a record quite different. If you've ever listened to say anything, you're probably a little off put by Hebrews because, well, there's not any guitar on the entire record, and, and they are a full fledged rock band. Um, so like a, a loud rock band too. Yeah, like my ears were ringing after that. Um, but this is all. I mean, piano. There's some violin on there. Um, it's in. I mean. The title suggests Hebrews, so it's in kind of that style of kind of polka, like, I don't know. There is bar mitzvah some, dance. like, a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, but while at the same time kind of keeping it in the, in the really punk rock, like, hardcore context. Um, say anything, they have really no shortage of great songs um, across all of their records, and I think this one has its fair share of really great songs that are always going to, you know, mean something to me. And Have we dipped into your arguments, favorites. or is this still opening this is my This is opening statement okay. right here. Yeah, I'm almost done. Um, musically, they keep it really interesting, and uh, lyrically, um, tells a story, and overall, just a really nicely packed and sealed album they've got going for them. So I think I'm going to close with that. Okay. I'm arguing on behalf of uh, 2007's In Defense of the Genre. Uh, It's their second studio album um, after the titan of a record, a titan of a first record, too, if we'll just say that. Oh, definitely. Israel Boy is remarkable. Um, But In Defense of the Genre is a double album. Um, It came out on two CDs and then... Like when they pressed it on vinyl, it was on two 12-inch records. Uh, 27 songs. It's fucking insane how long it is. Um, you get like two and a half hours of nonstop say anything. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an hour and a half, actually. Oh, okay. Hour and a half. Um, it's an hour 29 minutes. Okay. Well, if you take an hour break halfway through the record. Like, then it's two and a half hours two and long. Two and a half hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I didn't put much into my opening statements. The four singles from this record were Baby Girl, I'm a Blur, Shiksa, Skinny Mean Man, and Spores. So, nice. that's All the, very, very good songs off of that. Very good songs. Yep. But let's, I would talk say, about how, let's talk about the arrangement real quick of Baby Girl, I'm a Blur. Because that's a fucking awesome song wrapped in like a... Like, just a dance song that I don't care about. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the one of the... I mean, Say Anything has two different followings. They have like... The people that really respect and like under you know listen to say anything and really can relate to his music, and then there's the 15 year olds emo girl mm-hmm. like fans warped tour crowd. Yep, 2004 it was the wow I can get sexual two crowd, and then like 2007 it was the baby girl on the blur crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both times we've seen say anything this last year, he's played that, but the last yeah. time he did that solo acoustic electric version of it. And that was that, that was, was incredible, beautiful. Yeah. That's the perfect way to hear that song. Absolutely, it's probably on YouTube. I'm gonna look into that after this. Yeah, that's yeah. Please, do. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess my first arguing point for Hebrews being well. First, does the judge have anything to say? Um, yeah, I enjoyed both your arguments, uh, opening statements. Um, I I will say just out of the gate. I do not care for the singles that were on in defense of the genre, which is not your fault, but I, I, did, say I that. did not I, I decided we did not choose the singles. Yeah, I will say that just about the record in general because there's a lot There are a lot of songs. Of, there are songs a lot that should better have songs than the singles. Yeah. But all of the singles are great songs. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. 
All right, then. Do you have any feedback for my oppressor? <laughs> um, yeah. Loosen up, dog. <laughs> hey, loosen up. Whoa, whoa, man. Hey, I just baked you sausage balls. Hey, I'm, I'm supposed to loosen up the this room. Is, this That's is, supposed to loosen up the rear. Hey, supposed, I came yeah. to fight, okay? I came to argue okay. my life. Well, then throw down your first argument, friend. All right, all right. Well, like I mentioned before, uh, this record has no guitars on it. Yeah, rock band with no guitars. Is that the end of the argument? N- well, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hang on. Just like uh, an Israel boy, you know how he, it was just like basically him and his producer and his drummer wrote the entire record. Yeah, pretty much the same thing here. Uh, Max Bemis, I mean, wrote all the lyrics, uh, arranged all the music, and then played everything, I think, except for bass, drums, and violin on it. Um, just super impressive because there's a lot packed into that. Yeah. Um, and I think I remember like Anarchy, my dear, um, the one, the record before this one that came out was very, very chill and everyone was kind of a little off put by the lack of distortion in it. Yeah. And then I feel like it's just kind of moved pretty solidly. Like he's been able to keep transitioning and now went a whole nother step further and just went with no guitars. And I think being able to accomplish a record like that in this day and age with no guitars on it is pretty, pretty impressive. Sure. Are, is that your argument? That's my argument. Rebuttal. Go, rebut. Go it. I think, I think, um, to take one of this generation's greatest and most interesting guitar rock bands and to take the guitar out of that band is a really easy way to hamstring a band. Interesting. End of rebuttal. Okay. Argument number two for me, or argument number one for me, excuse me. Um, I phrased it the way that my mentor taught it to me, my mentor long ago in the mountains, the foggy, snowy mountains. Double your album, double your fun. (laughs) Double your say anything, triple your fun, at least. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Rebuttal? Yes, yes. Okay, well, that's the thing, is we're arguing greatest album. And I'm arguing a neatly packaged album while this is just kind of, uh, this is two albums. I mean, let's be honest, this definitely ends at Spay Me and then continues on with In Defense of the Genre. I wholly disagree. Second. Really? Yeah, no, it starts with Spay Me. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> well, no, it, fun, it does. Like the, the first CD oh. ends with, sorry, dude's my bad. Yeah. Okay, well, damn it. I, I think they could have. See, insane, you just argued against me. yourself in your rebuttal. <sighs> Because okay, end of rebuttal. (laughs) Okay, that's okay. Um, (laughs) Comment? Are you? Um, I liked Michael's uh, rebuttal. Or (laughs) thanks. Yeah. Right. Wait. That was the last one. That was the last (laughs) one you just did. Um, I liked Connor's rebuttal. (laughs) Um, about the guitars, but I do. I will say, it might. Um. What, what? How did you put it? I said to take Ham. the yeah. It might hamstring hamstring a band. a band. I don't think it did. With, it, with that's that. not what we're talking about, though. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay, he's just commenting. I hear you. He's just making a comment. I'm just commenting. Yeah, that's I, all. I, I hear what you're saying. Say. End of comment. Yes. Argument number two. Argument number two. Um, I think this is a great uh, happy album. I mean, I think that it's really hard for bands to write good albums when they're not 
pissed off, depressed, or like fucked up, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Um, this is an album where he's finally getting on track. He's starting a family. I mean, this was dedicated to his newly born daughter, and they've got a second kid on the way. I mean, Max Bemis, as you know, drastically different as real boy and in defense of the genre, and even a lot of his other stuff out there. This is a record that just kind of. He was able to write from the happiness in his being and it still be like great. And not a lot of artists, I don't think, can do that. They normally start to go downhill and I think he's still going up. I'm not even going to argue that. My, I'll use my rebuttal to say that I think similarly to how Hebrews captures being like, not even like happiness in the sense of like a good mood, but happiness is like uh, just like contentment in your station in life. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think that in defense of the genre, like kind of embodies like super frustration and, um, like self-loathing and like shit, like poison. Yeah. Uh, totally. really handily. Word. My argument number two, um, just guest vocalists. Like the, I'm, I wrote them all down. I have a list I'm going to read to you as quickly as I possibly can. Um, Adam Lazara and Fred Mascherino from, Te- from Taking Back Sunday. Haley Williams from Paramore. Anthony Ranieri from Bayside. Uh, Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional. Chris Conley from Saves the Day. Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio. Um, Jordan Pundick and Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory. Aaron Gillespie from Under Oath. Andy Jackson from Hot Rod Circuit, Anthony Green from Circus Survive and Seosin, Kenny Vasily from The Starting Line and Personnel, Trevor Keith uh, from Face to Face and uh, Legion of Doom, Anna Waronker from That Dog, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Damaris from Rainer Maria and Pete Yorn. It's an insane list of guest vocalists. It's an End of argument. List. Yeah. Wait, is that a guest vocalist like per track? Some of sure. some tracks have two, some tracks have none. That's just like every one. But yeah, it's a. I think there's probably like one vocalist for every track. Jesus, well, no rebuttal there. That's that's a quite a handy list of uh, guest vocalists. I have my own little list here of guest vocalists. <laughs> is this your number three? This is number three. Um, kind of related to number three. I like uh, how this record kind of um, turns say anything more from just a concrete. Um, we have our members to this is kind of more everyone's band, all of my friends and everything. I think the lineup that we saw when we saw them on t- touring this record, I don't think any of them have like been in like the original Say Anything at all, uh, besides Max, obviously. None of them, when we saw them um, the first time, had. Mm-hmm. When we saw them the second time, their bass player and keyboardist was... Oh. Or one of their guitar players. Right, right. I remember him. I've seen him in the MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, though, I mean, it's all... Like, yeah, they had like, the guitars from Monine. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and I, I guess I like that he how he's turned this into more of a communal band. And he has invited, for Hebrews, invited more guests on, um, especially his wife and you know her siblings. And then uh, some more of our like favorite artists, I feel like. Andy Hole from Manchester Orchestra, Bob Nana from Braid, um, Brian Sella from The Front Bottoms. They all, like, not only did they just sing, but they also like wrote and like added to the album. And it's really cool that he just kind of let them do that. So, Zero rebuttal. Yeah. Cool. Third argument? Uh, 
I forgot. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that some of the best Say Anything songs ever are on In Defense of the Genre. Um, just briefly, I didn't even like rank this or anything. I just like went through the track list and grabbed the first few that um, stuck out at me. But this is fucking Ecstasy, Retarded in Love, People Like You or Why People Like Me Exist, uh, Spay Me, Plea, About Falling, and Used to Have a Heart are some of the most incredible songs I've ever heard in my life. Totally. And I think that 27 of the best Say Anything songs ever are on this record, which is to say that all of them are amazing. Word. End of your argument? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that some of my favorite Say Anything songs, a lot of which you just mentioned, are on this record. Um, but I also think that a few of like my least favorite, and I would argue the worst Say Anything songs are also on this record. Oh, if um, I could rebuttal, rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Baby Girl, I'm a blur, and the way that it's recorded and put on this record, I'm not a fan of. Um, Sorry Dude's My Bad just doesn't really flow with the record for me, and The Truth Is You Should Lie With Me is just... Wholly disagree about really, that song. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just not a fan. I, just, I don't know. It no. just doesn't flow for me. So I can't rebut you, because that's not how this works, but I'm fucking <laughs> butting you. <laughs> I was with you until you brought in that song. <laughs> Sorry, man. I tried. I listened. I mean, the chorus is catchy, you know, but just that that repetitive bass line just grates on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really pl- prepare any closing <laughs> statements, so let's I just talk about these either. records. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with Michael. I'm not a fan of that song either. All right. Well, fuck all of y'all. <laughs> well, why do you like it? I don't know. I think, honestly, just that hook is so fucking strong to me. Yeah. The hook it is yeah. The hook it. is the best part of the song for sure. I agree with that. See, I don't know. I just don't. Just it's not the best song on that record for, for sure. sure yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I really like. Like, this is hard for me because, in defense of the genre, is my favorite say anything record. So it's mine hard as well. For me to be impartial, but I will say that it's interesting to see the growth of the band from in defense of the genre to Hebrews because Hebrews is more like their other releases. Like they have 13 songs mm. and it's not overcomplicated. It's, and I, I, it's weird because I think that in defense of the genre has its merits. Like I think it's, it should be that long because I feel like he had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like tight and compact. And because of that, there's a few clunkers and it feels a little clunkier than Hebrews, which feels like you said, nice and, and, and complete. But I think it's totally. a, a form that he's familiar with and has kind of made his own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're two really great albums. Honestly, there's not a Say Anything yeah. album that I don't like. I agree with you. Hebrews is definitely the most interesting Say Anything album since In Defense of the Genre. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, easily. Like, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really glad he put that. Like, at first, the first listen I had of it, I was, like I said, pretty off-put. I mean, very, very different, but the more yeah. I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah, it's a lot better listening to as a whole than it is, like, just hearing 666 alone or... Like just hearing Judas decapitation. See, when I, sure. that's the thing. Yeah, like I have to sit through the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The only song that I don't is a look. Yeah, really? I like a look. That's kind of a or my greatest fear is splendid. For yeah, me. I can yeah. listen to that like as a single. But yeah. songs like push, 
you, yeah. that's just like <laughs> that's child place otherwise. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. Um, and the last song is really cool too. I honestly don't like Nibble Nibble that much. No, I do. No, I think that um, Lost My Touch is a way better closer for that album. Like if they had just left Nibble Nibble as like a B side, like a Japanese import B side or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, that would have been a lot better. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like it. Or like threw it in the middle of the record more. I don't yeah, think maybe. that it closes the record well. Yeah. Uh. I'm trying to think of how the other one goes. See, I don't like the other one as a closer. It's too slow, I think. I think you need something more upbeat if it's anything. Uh, and that's that's just me. I think, just yeah, because I think I'm that's used just to us like being the, different the admit, in our the opinion of this. And uh, I used to have hearts. For sure. And what was the last song on Say Anything? Um, Amen. That's well, a slow song. Say, that's, that's but that does get pretty song, gnarly like, in the bridge. Yeah, it gets sure. hardcore. And then, uh, but still, it's like a yeah. slow, slow song. Ninety percent of Anarchy, it. my dear. I can't think of the name of it, but isn't that the one with the mandolin? In yeah. It? Um, Anarchy, that's just my a dear. Really doesn't, pretty... It doesn't end with that song, though, does it? I can't. To the internet. There you go. Yeah, it's been so long. I would almost argue in in defense of uh, Anarchy, my dear, <laughs> because that's that's a really fucking good record that I think is pretty. Underrated. I don't think that record gets nearly enough credit. No. I don't either. Another really great, like, you know, complete, just like... The, the Stephen point. Hawking ends in. The Stephen oh, Hawking, yeah. Okay. Which is also a fucking awesome Yeah, song, that's dude. great. I have to... I can't remember. I don't know the names of that record very well. So. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so, it, okay, I agree with you. It wouldn't necessarily um, follow Say Anything canon to have yeah. Lost My Touch be the end of the record. But I think for that record, it would have been better than Nibble Nibble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not necessarily thinking Nibble Nibble should have been the last song, but I don't know. Just something about the other doesn't feel like a closer to me. Feels like it should be towards the end. I don't know. <laughs> but but similarly to how like Admit It is addressing people who are like yeah talking about bands in that way, like yeah. Lost My Touch is addressing people who are like, I can't, Max Bevis can't write, say anything songs yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I love that he can just come out and say and just like yeah. screw everybody just who's criticizing him for trying to change who he's always been. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of goes back to that whole trying to write a happy record for once. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a tough decision. Not, um, I, I don't envy you. Yeah. I... I need a minute to think. <laughs> All right. You take your minute. I'll just cut out however long the silence is. <laughs> Sausage ball? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, though. Those are pretty fucking awesome. You guys should seriously make Michael's meaty balls at your own home. Feed them to your children. <laughs> Super easy. Give Michael's meaty, ball, meaty balls to your children. <laughs> take a swig of that Sierra Nevada. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to remain impartial, um, but Connor's arguments seem a little more sound, and I do think that overall that album, Get up on that mic. Overall, that album <laughs> does have um, more good songs than Hebrews does just because it's a double album. 
and uh, all the fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's least. really only two songs on that record I don't like. Yeah, and I mean I like them. I just don't. Could, I could live without them. They're, they're, they're the pee break songs. Yeah. If you're gonna listen to an hour and a half of a record. You need a couple pee breaks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So I have a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say the winner for this debate would have to be Connor. Two for two, motherfuckers. That means I have to judge genre. next week because I can't. Him. I can't win three weeks in a row. That just wouldn't Shit. be fair. <laughs> so I'm judging next week. Okay, Michael, you coming back next week, dude? I if you guys will have me, man, I'll come back next week. Um, Eric, you coming back next week? <laughs> yeah, it's my show, motherfucker. <laughs> Make some fucking wontons next week. Oh my god! Okay, this is <laughs> okay. Tradition. This is shooting the show yeah. right now. <laughs> For the foreseeable future, shooting the show is just on the record with Michael bringing us food at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, should we wrap this motherfucker up? Let's wrap it up and put a bow on it. Episode twenty-three. We 23. did it. Three. Boom. Uh, twenty-four coming next week because that's how numbers work. That Not is. safe for network on Facebook. Yep. Um, did you hear anything about we had a good life this week? No, I haven't. Have you? Um, I heard that they absolutely hate um, any kind of cable. Any kind of cable, like cable, like, like TVs cable televisions, and like things that you run power from, and huh. any kind of cable. So they any just have like oil lanterns Ethernet and shit. Cables. Have they had like bad experiences? Um, I couldn't tell you. I just know that they don't like it. Yeah, well. that's all we know is that they definitely, and you can believe me, they definitely don't like cables. Mm, yeah. All right then, no cables for them. <laughs> and we are the highest authority. To speak on this matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come back next week. (laughs) I wish you would. (laughs) We will. We'll be here. How many weeks until the cherry record? I don't know. Are we going to come out with an official date as of now? I don't see why not. We have the plans in place, I think. All right. Well, uh, tentatively, we're going to do this on Connor's 21st birthday. The baby of the group. Baby boy. March 7th. March 7th, 37 day. 37 day. 37 day. 37 day. 37 day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an important day for all of us. Yes. Special one. Meet wow. Meet wow. All right. Okay. I don't know how many weeks that is, though. Um, it's a few. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's a few. I think. At least. January, six. February, March. Six and a half, seven? Six and a half, seven weeks. Something I thought like it was that. higher than that. Seven I was, I was, I was going to say like I'm, 20. Yeah, I definitely was hoping it was higher than that. <laughs> that's the third month of the year. It's coming I know, up. man. We got work to do, guys. <laughs> We're okay. We'll yeah. be okay. We'll probably uh, release release our first official album song on shooting the show. So I think we yeah. already did. <laughs> I mean, no, we don't need to talk about that. We haven't addressed it yet. Okay. It's true. Well, we're going to... Okay. What song you want it to be, though? What song do you think? Just like... One single that we could release. Yeah, like, what do you think the first song we release is? Get people stoked on this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I don't know. I oh, feel like Turn to Dirt I was going to say Turn to Dirt. I was going to throw that out there. That feels like a good... I'm into that. ...single for it. Yeah, totally into that. All right. Stay tuned for Turn to Dirt as soon as we... Uh, finish <laughs> it. Finish writing and recording it. <laughs> We're finished writing it. We got We're harmonies. done. We're definitely done writing the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Goodbye.